0: And I'm still for colored nerds. And I think I told you guys last episode that I was going to have another special guest this week. So I do my special guest this week is somebody who I think you guys know and already love. And I'm really excited that this person is sitting in the studio with me right now. And I just, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. And I'm excited for you guys to join us. So please welcome to the show. Scourge upon my life and yours as well. Eric, Jeremy, Eddings.
1: Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm back. bye <laughs> You bye I wanna play uh that welcome back remix. You remember? You're talking that? About with like, with, Mace? with Mace? Mace? Yeah. I thought that was welcome just his song. Back. Welcome back. No, from the show, Welcome Back Carter.
0: No, I know, but like it wasn't a remix. He was a sing- he sampled oh, yeah, it on it was his song. song. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, it was, it was, it was it a true. single. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah How so you been? <laughs> like, I don't know. You, you know what? <laughs> like, we were just... I am... I'm doing great. That's good. I am I'm glad. I doing fucking you're, great. You're glowing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That I am. How are you?
1: I'm doing... I'm doing good. I'm exhausted. <laughs> but I yeah. am... I am literally... It's. It's weird. Like, I try to explain this. I was actually talking to uh, another, like... A colleague who is also a parent, and I was like, I'm trying to explain to everybody because I've been talking to some people, mm-hmm. and you try to talk to you try to tell people without kids, like how's it going? Because everybody's like, oh, how is it? How is it to be a parent? Like, how do you feel? And you're like, the first things that come to your mind are actually how like the the bad things, like the fact that you know what I'm saying like I saw, or actually no, uh, Carla saw literally a like a jet of poop come out of our child last night that i haven't slept accurately you know i or accurately i haven't slept
0: What, sufficiently
1: sufficiently in uh, at least 4 weeks um
0: oh it was the best part about that is that, like, it's going to continue It's going to continue it's going to continue this but, is not a sleeping thing
1: yeah yeah and like but the thing about it or i have i'm not i haven't been eating as well because i have to sneak in like meals but the yeah. thing about it is like all that's juxtaposed with you know i have this amazing
0: amazing little child she is amazing i saw her like six days ago she's so cool
1: yeah and like she i just get to literally watch her grow. and like i feel like i look at her for five minutes and then i like i like run in the back to go like use the restroom and try to like do something that addresses me for like two seconds then i come back and she's already grown and different like that's how fast it is that's
0: crazy it's i mean like i'm gonna be honest whenever you explain this to me it's just like it's mystifying
1: it's crazy. And I don't understand it.
0: She looks different every time I see her. She looks different every photo. She looks different. It's crazy.
1: It's insane. It's insane. But yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I love it.
0: Yeah. No, like like every single day, she looks like a different person, and she looks like Carla a lot.
1: Yeah, blessedly. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm 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 not ashamed to say she got my she has my uh, my wife's jeans. Yeah, those are good jeans. She does
0: have your spirit though. She is. A yeah, little she's feisty. <laughs> firecracker.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be. It's Gonna be a ride, but you know, it's gonna, yeah, I'm ready, I'm, ready. I'm charged I mean, up.
0: Okay, you are charged up. Um, so yeah, you guys will notice that Eric has been on the show before. Um, <laughs> he's not really? a special guest, I'm not a special guest. Uh, I'm we had, have a special guest every week, you, you know what? That I'm glad you, I'm glad you feel that way. Um, yeah, no, so we had we had some other guests who were re- really great, yes, but they had
1: had a prior engagement,
0: yeah, they had prior engagement um and hopefully we'll have them on a different point in time in the future i think we definitely will. i think we definitely will too but um you know i hit up eric
1: yeah and like the thing and he ab- was available the thing about uh like parental leave or even the thing about like raising kids is like
0: i'm excited please i'm like you guys you know four weeks four for me, weeks deep i'm expert, ready for, for expert this level wisdom. advice yeah please tell me <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, you kinda get like you don't you don't ever get your bearings. I still feel like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You don't. Um but I realized I could leave for the like two and a half hours yeah. it takes to to do this today. Especially after like the first the first few weeks were crazy. I feel like I couldn't I couldn't like step like two feet away from the baby. But you guys it's, it's all right now.
0: I'm gonna put your business out there. Put it out there. Um, so, sadly, I mean, actually, I've, I'm actually sad. We should have had John come in here for two seconds. We today. should have had John come in here. Because John's in town. He's in town from Chicago because, um, whatever. He came back to get some stuff, came back to, came to meet Peanut and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But there was a, John's been staying at your house. Yeah, yeah. He's been staying at your house in Peanut's bedroom, in the, which is like the guest room. Yeah. And Carla took this. <laughs> <laughs> Carla took this. Amazing, <laughs> amazing video. Like, when Eric says he can't step away from the baby for, like, two, more than two seconds, Carl took this amazing fucking video, Send it out to the group text at, like, 11.30 p.m. on, I think, Wednesday night. Yeah. You see... <laughs> John, like Carl's sitting in the living room, I think, in the dark. Like it looks like she's secretly taking you this video. And you and John are sitting in the kitchen, and John's sitting at your kitchen table with a box of popeyes open, and his laptop open. And like, y'all are at this smooth forty five degree <laughs> angle where like John's leaned back like Michael Jackson in the smooth criminal video. and you're leaned like parallel, like shaking the baby, like like just like I'm rocking shaking. the baby I know, not shaking asleep. the baby, you know, what? rocking her. Mildly aggressively, while aggressively whispering at John, and John saying, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm thinking like, I asked you, nobody asked you actually. You provided this information. You were like, I had to make my point, and I had, I had, to, you know, I couldn't let go of the baby. And I'm thinking like, well, you, yeah, that's true. You have to, you have to hold the baby, and make yeah. sure the baby sleeps. Yeah. But I forgot the person who was taking the damn video <laughs> couldn't only hold the baby instead of you sitting there aggressively like. You could have yelled at John for real. You had an opportunity there, but, but I thought that was beautiful that you still maintain your like permanent nuisance status. <laughs> like you're a great, like you are Mrs. Roper. The you pettiness never Roper. goes away. The pettiness, the pettiness has increased because now it's like you're like petty with a purpose. Ooh, that's good. Wait, that's good. I'm gonna give you permission. You have to give me some money. This is on record now. Okay you have to give me some royalties which is what happens when you sell a book i don't think it's what happens at all when you sell a book you get royalties i think it's just music but when you get your book royalties for writing your whack ass autobiography or my whatever my memoirs
1: is going to be on fire i'm not even going to read them shits me lit literally i lit. not there's be, no need for me to it's it. going to be you're going to be like two words we're friends and <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah, that's, that's the only it. mention of you in my memory. um
0: but yeah no i don't know i'm not even going to need to read that shit but yeah i think um
1: Petty Petty with, with a purpose. Purpose. That's, that's, the purpose. The Eric J.
0: Edding story. That's good. I mean,
1: that's good. I want to read that. That's what I'm
0: here for. I'm a think tank unto my, my own. Thank I'm you. like, I'm like a future. I'm a culture. I'm a marketing genius. I'm a think tank. Hey, <laughs> anyway, we're happy to have you, Eric, Thank even you. though you were definitely my second slash third choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's cool. You know. I, I was okay with it, but I do want to say, mm-hmm. even though you just insulted me,
0: what else um,
1: that you've done a great job. Thank you. In my absence, I don't feel like the show has lost anything. In fact, I feel like it's gained some things.
0: Gained some things.
1: Your your uh, interviews, or not interviews, your conversations with, with Ashley and Jasmine were really, really good. I was sitting there, um, I actually gave a small hand with editing. And I think,
0: you know, I'm going to go ahead and give you credit, because like... Eric actually, uh, no, Eric did a really nice thing. He edited the episode with Ashley when I was on vacation with my family. Because um, I, before I went on vacation, I was.
1: Yeah, you were in a bad place. I was
0: <laughs> stressed out place. Um, but yeah, no, I think Eric had said that I was uh, a few screws loose. So he edited the Ashley episode while I was on vacation. It was like I almost cried. Almost. Didn't. Yeah,
1: but that episode was was excellent, and Jasmine episode Jasmine's episode was really really good too. So I'm just you know just want to give you a few Thank props. Thank you, I appreciate never it. Again, I know, but um, uh, but yeah, that's not making job. it into
0: Teddy with a purpose.
1: <laughs> that's not gonna you know, make just it. Just me being me, you being
0: you. Um, so yeah, welcome you guys. You know, we also were talking earlier, and we were talking. We were talking. <laughs> what else is no. new? We realized we have never told you guys how the show got
1: started. Yes. Yes, Please, Eric.
0: Dive into our origin story. Is that what they say? Is like I know is people it, say or is that like a, uh, what is that show you you watch? The last Airbender.
1: Yeah, I mean, I watched. Do they say that on the Avatar, last Airbender? Yeah, yeah I don't know if they say do they say that. it on
0: on Dragon Ball Z. No,
1: do
0: they say it on? I don't know. It just seems like something people say on um
1: on cartoons. What well, origin story? Origin to go back. To a, a different time. <laughs> it
0: was a I was living in Harlem, and you didn't have yeah. any kids. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it was one of our close friends' birthday.
0: It, it was my birthday. It
1: was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> shit,
0: you don't know my the story. Well, I mean, it was, you don't know the story. Br-
1: no, it wasn't your birthday. It
0: was my birthday. We had brunch at my house. Remember that was a birthday? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a birthday. I had brunch. I probably also cried, and then. um, Right, right, right.
1: There was another event after. We that We went to That's the
0: cigar lounge after that.
1: But no, it was there was a re- so okay. Ah, I remember now. I remember oh, it was when y'all were having your. We fake were supposed guys to have night? a guys' night.
0: Y'all are so fake with that garbage. Y'all so,
1: are. So okay, so it was your birthday and mm-hmm. you had a brunch and we went and it was great. It mm-hmm. was great. Um,
0: yeah, I had y'all black asses at my house for seven fucking hours. I bet it was great. <laughs>
1: but uh, it was really fun but we also had a guy's night scheduled for later that night Yeah, and we um, we decided we we're gonna have this guy's night at uh, the, sc- the cigar lounge in Harlem I'm trying to remember the name of it, it was really I nice
0: remember. I was gonna call it El Al- Alguila that's a taco place <laughs> go
1: ahead so we uh, we're going to the cigar bar and you got pissed the fuck off cause you were like y'all ain't gonna invite me to cause you I mean it's not like you aren't friends with or you no, aren't friends with, with everybody, everybody.
0: <laughs> you're like uh yeah we have to go do the separate activity <laughs> Even after we've been at your house, ate you all know, your food all day.
1: Yeah. So you were you were mad and uh, you know, we were like, Okay, Brittany, you can come. It's not a big deal. You can come to guys. And guys like
0: there. other people came. Yeah, a whole bunch of people came. Yeah, basically like, it was like, like it was not a Everybody guys 90, came. Everybody everybody through. came.
1: <laughs> yeah. But if, if you you basically you were the you know, you were the the first crack in the wall in terms of everybody else coming through. Everybody was mm-hmm. gonna come. We were probably gonna have some distance. I'm aggressive. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean what else is new? Uh-huh. But um so you came and it was fun. We were chilling. We were smoking cigars. We drink some whiskey.
0: Whiskey, and we you know were hot wings. I think too. Yeah, we got pizza. We yeah. ordered hot wings in. That was a good time.
1: It was a really good night, and somehow we started. Somehow we just started talking. Actually, for a minute, we talked about. We talked about a range of topics. Range of topics, and we talked for like
0: uh. We talked. It was like four or five hours.
1: Yeah, easily. Four and or we five were hours.
0: sitting in these overstuffed chairs next to the fireplace. Yeah. And this is also too like me and Eric used to not live around each. I was living in Harlem, yeah. which is a fucking mistake, and Eric was living in Brooklyn, and we didn't see each other a lot. So like we would see each other, we would case talking on the telephone.
1: I I refuse.
0: <laughs> he literally won't speak on the telephone. I barely I have like a telephone. Actually uh, inserted in my face. Yeah. Uh, so I can make calls at all times. <laughs> it's <accurate. laughs> literally, it's accurate. Um. But yeah, no. So whenever we get together, we would sit down and basically have all the conversation that we hadn't had. Yeah. During like the weeks of silence in between. You not speaking to me, and all that kind of <laughs> Actively stuff. Actively avoiding and all, and it. all that jazz.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. And we had this, we had this really good conversation. We talked about, I man, we talked about some everything. We talked about like uh, ratchet t- shit yeah ratchet shit we talk about fatherhood we talk about motherhood we talk about like wokeness mm-hmm. we talked about um, just like where black people need to go probably talked about Beyonce so, definitely probably touched on Beyonce yeah. you know like we just we I mean we we ran the gamut yeah it was a marathon for color nerds and episode. nobody
0: could get in the conversation yeah. people kind of come in and they'd be like oh, okay
1: I'm they would drift in wait. for like 20 minutes maybe or 10 maybe. minutes at a <laughs> <the> time <laughs> yeah and they'd be like alright y'all y'all for real y'all going <laughs> y'all going, <man." laughs> Yeah, but uh, and then they would just kind of drift out and we you know we had this conversation and it was like at the end honestly i'd I'd be straight up i felt really like fortified yeah i just felt even though you know even though some of the stuff we talked about like it was still things that would kind of weigh on you Mm -hmm. you know like this black life shit isn't easy well we're
0: hardwired for struggle yeah (laughs) (laughs) as brene would say we're hardwired for struggle Mm
1: -hmm. but it, it felt really good like it felt there was some there was some um some catharsis, maybe. Somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, Brittany, we should start a podcast. Well,
0: no, what you did is the following week is you got me the day after Thanksgiving, and I was like, you were like, we should. Eric does this thing, and that's like my least favorite thing that you do. It's in the top twenty, the <laughs> bottom twenty things that you, that you do. I would say that I that I hate the most. And you, he does this thing. He's like, we should talk. <laughs> I have an idea. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck is it? So we went, we met and had happy hour. And we yeah. had whiskey, we had beer, we had hot wings, yeah. and we had potato skins. Oh man, that was a good night. And then he was like, we should start a podcast. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. We talked about it some more. And then we walked down the street, we went to a different bar and had whiskey, beer, potato skins, yeah. and hot wings. This <laughs> so was like an eight hour long fucking yeah. ordeal. And then I was like, all right, we could do it. So we started the show.
1: And hold up, before you even get there, to set the stage, Brittany, you were. At that time, terrified, terrified of like, you know, doing something in public.
0: Oh, I don't want anybody to know my name, what I look like, where I am, where I live, what I'm doing, who I hang out with. I'm like, I like to be very below key. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I was just like, but this is something we should do because, you know, everybody's been encouraging, encouraging you to explore your creative mm-hmm, outlets for mm-hmm, a long time mm-hmm. and i thought this would be fun you know what i'm saying like it's easy obviously it's easy for us to get into a good conversation yeah. and i thought this would be a great way for us to kind of capture that to talk about some stuff that we like and to have something we could kind of come back to you yeah. know we never expected anybody to actually like
0: oh no listen, listen. <laughs> well no we should go back because that was like november 2013 yeah we decided to start this. We really started. I want to say we gave it a smooth shot. Yeah. Like January, February. Yeah. Record like three episodes. Trash. Trash. <laughs> in Eric's old office. And not only that, not only was it trash. Like we d- we didn't really care. We didn't yeah. know how much it really work it took or anything like that. So we kind of record an episode and then kind of just like we would chill, kind of do whatever. Or like I would show up to your office to yeah. record, and Eric would be like at Uniqlo buying some pants. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm in a meeting, and I'd be like, I'm in your office. Your coworkers yeah. say that you're at Uniqlo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really know what's happening. Um, so, yeah, we were just kind of like, we. And also we didn't live near each other, so yeah. it was kind of hard to like coordinate. Then, through like, you know, a series of different type of events. Grace of God. Grace of God, honestly. I ended up moving around the corner from you, which was like, it was like a dream and a nightmare. Yeah. And me like out. rolled up into one. That actually, if we ever wrote a joint, If we wrote the the true unfiltered story for colored nerds, dream and nightmare wrapped up into one. Um, But yeah, um, we—I was like, all right. I kind of felt like doing something again. I wanted to get back active, have a hobby or something like that. Stop worrying so much about like you know, whack shit. So I was like, all right, let's start the show back up again. Because we would sometimes we would g-chat, we would email, we'd send each other stuff. We'd be like, oh, I miss having the show. Oh, I miss doing this. Blah blah. And so I was like, all right, why don't we just do it? Like we live around the corner. And then. we did it. We sent some episodes to our friends and family.
1: And we had, I think we had, we had pretty solid feedback. I mean, people responded back and they were like, oh, I think this is pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it was nothing like, oh, it's, yo, you've stumbled upon something. No, great.
0: nobody seemed like they were gassing us. Yeah. And they didn't have any reason to. We don't have any money. Exactly.
1: But yeah, no, they were like, they're like, oh, no, I think this is this is pretty good. So after we got a, a you know, a nice stable of episodes, uh, we decided to put things on iTunes. Um, Because before we were recording just on SoundCloud. Yeah. And then... Then. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Other people liked it.
0: Yeah. So that's probably how a lot of you guys found the show is the fact that it was on iTunes.
1: Yeah. We got featured in New and Noteworthy for... Three
0: or four weeks.
1: Yeah. Like three or four weeks. Yeah. And we we were shocked. We were honest. I mean, I'm still shocked. I still don't really understand. Look.
0: I mean, I've been talking for fucking almost 28 years and nobody gave a fuck until recently. So... (laughs)
1: I mean, I still don't. I but. mean,
0: whatever. But yeah, I'm so I'm I'm kind of like I'm with it, but you know, yeah. I've been I have I've been known I had things to say.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. But no, and so it's 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 been great. This has honestly been an amazing uh, amazing journey, and it's been almost a year.
0: It has been almost a year,
1: and I think in light of that, you know, we were talking like how do we how do we commemorate? Yeah, and celebrate that. Mm-hmm. So we have decided. We have decided. This episode. This episode. (laughs) will be the first annual. First annual. The Colored Nerds Awards.
0: Which is basically the same thing as the Source Awards, but the outfits are not as good and there is more violence. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, no metal detector at the door. (laughs) (laughs) All my squad is lit. Yep. So, we are going to give out some awards, some wonderful awards, you know, to some deserving people and, um, and, you know, situations and pieces of culture that we feel need to be recognized over the past year. And
0: things that also not, like, gave us, sometimes maybe they were fodder for the show, or, um, or things that also that, that helped us, you know, get through another year in blackness. Yes. Yes.
1: So... Without further ado, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. So, Brittany, I think you should go first. Step to the podium.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to step up to the podium. Um, I'm going to take it back a little bit into, like, later last year. So, as we discussed in previous episode, I don't go to the movies because the shit is expensive, and it seems like a lot of effort to get there. I grew up five minutes from a movie theater in my hometown. And then there was another movie theater that's two minutes away that they built when I was in high school. So like and they both like I think one of them still costs like six or seven dollars to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe I like literally and they also sell alcohol in this movie theater. Let's yeah. sell straight up actual liquor. So to come here and to go to Court Street, which has possibly <laughs> the worst customer service I of any <laughs> business I've ever actually like patronized in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, or I could go to like Kips Bay is not a bad theater. I'll Kips Bay it. is
1: a, it's a, nice it's a nice theater. It's a nice
0: theater and it's it's never too packed. But for the most part, movie theaters in New York are fucking trash and they're yeah. expensive, and so I don't go to the movies because the shit is a fucking racket. But I did go to the movies last fall to see What Now for Me is a classic. Um, Beyond the Lights
1: you know, I just recently saw Beyond the Lights.
0: What did you think? It's good, right? I
1: thought it was. I thought it was really, really good. I was shocked. I was shocked. I mean, Carla and I have been saying, "I see you," every like <laughs> every other day. <laughs> I see you.
0: It's like the movie is good, anyway. So it's like this romantic drama um, with Gugu Mabata raw who was also in Belle. Who she's a really talented British actress. She's gorgeous, and also uh, Nate Parker, mm-hmm. who was in some other stuff specifically. <laughs> He was in the Great Debaters. He was yeah, in. he was uh, in this
1: other movie. that was really, it was really oh, interesting, was it? like white ensemble movie. Ah, oh, man, it was actually pretty good. The guy from um, who from New Girls in it too, Schmidt.
0: Oh but yeah, I'm trying
1: to, I can't remember. It's like I, ask somebody. somebody, right? I don't know. Yeah, it but, was really good though. It was, well, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Right. He was good in. It. He was
0: yeah. He's a he's a good actor. Nate Parker. Um. So, I am actually going to give the netflix and chill award to nate parker's face Netflix. And yeah shows. now listen hear me out so before it's interesting because i read an article i would have to guess it was by white person apologize if you're not um but it, it was in some i might have been in, in policy mike or something like that uh, about how like netflix and chill like became like the official like sex and sex mm-hmm. but that means that y'all forgot come over and watch a movie yeah everybody come like yeah. come over and watch a movie right yeah and so like Maybe ten years ago, when I was like first starting college, come over and watch a movie. The gold standard, the yeah. old standard, was Love and Basketball. Mm. You knew if you mm. went to somebody's house and they brought, they busted out Love and Basketball VHS, something's going down. Yeah, you, yeah. You, there's expectations, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, so I I really like the idea that Gina Prince Bythewood came back. And in 2014, came fucking hard and strong. With the update. With the update for the Netflix and chill. So, like, Beyond the Lies is a beautiful movie. I think the cinematography is really mm, nice. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, the story is cute. The acting is great. But Nate Parker's face. <laughs> Nate Parker's face. I can't even... I'm I'm sitting here. I'm shaking my head. I'm fucking speechless. First of all, um, he's incredibly handsome. That's number one. He's a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy um second of all well actually let me roll back a little bit i live in brooklyn as you know you so do, do live you in Bro- I live and in brooklyn. like some of that is just because it suits my lifestyle mm-hmm. but also like some of it is on purpose because if there's anything in this world that will move me it mm-hmm. is the triple threat combination of a bald head a beard and a five panel hat okay <laughs> and brooklyn is fucking brooklyn is <laughs> i'm serious I'm serious. Yeah. You want to? If you want to change a- my life, you want to change my life. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that three pack. The hat trick, if you will. <laughs> give me that hat trick. Okay. I know hockey terminology. I'm damn near from
1: Canada. I'm just gonna sip this water. Anyway,
0: what I'm saying is, is that like if you walk, you walk on the streets of Brooklyn. That's all you see, and I, so I know that that is a thing that I feel a lot of physical. I feel, I feel like I, I, I feel drawn to that physically, mm-hmm. right? But then I saw beyond the lights, and I'm looking at Nate Parker. And, like he's like a cop, which is weird. Yeah, that's weird. Um, and he like why is that weird? Because like when you think about like oh, what am I attracted to nowadays? It's never like oh mm, true LAPD <laughs> LAPD cop <laughs> mm. like you know what I mean? Like that's gonna that's it's gonna fair. get me moving, right? But so he's like cop and like he like doesn't talk like he like had never been on a plane you know mm-hmm. and like I was just you know like all he didn't have a ton of like in, there wasn't a ton of interesting information about him he like wanted to run for mayor it's yeah. like alright cool I, I mean I'm, but I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that like that type of thing and these are probably the women who like had their shit together if I'm really <laughs> honest <laughs> um, but yeah but I, that's not really my type of thing but like the thing about I just like he's a really great actor he's a handsome guy but it hit me halfway through the movie his 30% of his face is taken up by lips which is ideal. Um, but, you know, of all the things I remember about the movie, I, I could recall the plot. I could recall the performances. But just, like, looking at Nate Parker's face made me feel like I need to come back to the movies more often. He hasn't been in a movie to my knowledge since, so I haven't been back to the movies. I only saw Mad Max recently because I was babysitting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one movie I saw last year was Beyond the Lights. And I saw it twice in theaters. I saw it once by myself. And I took uh, Samita. Samita which is a Mexican sandwich. It's delicious if you never had one. I haven't. I said, oh, you should definitely have one. They're delicious. And I sat and I saw the movie and I cried. And then I went back another time with John.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, this. Yeah,
0: and me and John had a great time. That's great. Um, and John loved the movie. So I would say that Netflix and Chill Award. if you're trying to like, if you want to impress your bae, because like, I will say this, like, Gugu Mabata looks amazing. She's movie. a
1: gorgeous woman.
0: And John, the whole time he was sitting there, he kept being like, her ass. He just mm. kept being like, I can't believe it's a real thing. So she's a good-looking woman, he's a good-looking man. I would say if you're trying to get it cracking, if you want to impress your bay, your boo, your man, your woman, your girl, your boy, whatever, um I would say that you could queue up. I don't even know if it's on Netflix cuz like I It is on Netflix. Okay, yeah. yeah I would that's say why we watch it. I would say get on Netflix now and get if you're trying to impress somebody, ask them if they want to come over watch Netflix and chill. Put on beyond the lights and uh see, you know. See what happens.
1: See what develops. Little known fact. Mhm. Danny Glover in that movie. Yeah. is basically me. Like he's basically playing me now. Like I want to take <laughs> my headphones off and leave the
0: studio. Like that was the my my, my that was my first instinct. I mean, he's
1: now. you know, a father supporting his kid. Stop <laughs> driving him to excellence. Eric what? And at the end of the day, is there for him when he needs? You
0: something? literally you live in Brooklyn, you're 29, you have an infant daughter. <laughs> What the fuck are Danny you talking about? Danny Glover is about? the man. Danny Glover is the man. He is the man. Oh, for those of you, actually, Danny Glover is, like, super the man in real life, too. If you don't yeah. know a lot about Danny Glover's activist Been woke past, a long time. He's been woke a long time. Yeah. When you talk about the Bay Area, Bay Area folk out there holding it down, keeping it real, being woke, Danny Glover. Look it up. Anyway. Cool. Yeah, so that's it. Netflix Beyond the, the Award, I would say, no, 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 no. no. Oh, sorry. Nate, Nate Parker's, Parker's face and Beyond the light <laughs> For personal reasons. All right, reasons. well,
1: congratulations to you, Nate Parker. Yeah, you won. So, let's see. This uh-huh. will be my first award.
0: Yeah, Eric, Eric fucking made like twenty awards. I had like I had a lot Basically, of if you get an award from Eric, it almost doesn't mean shit. It's like getting a, every, when everybody in elementary school gets a Valentine from you because you have to give them out. So my award, I, I kept it exclusive, exclusive.
1: Actually, okay, I got I got my good one. I'm excited. All right, so you know.
0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day. today. Speaking of what we just talked about Mm -hmm. uh, earlier in terms of my memoirs, um, petty with a purpose. (laughs) Pettiness is something we both enjoy and celebrate. Let's be honest about that. Like it is, it's it's just fun to watch. You know, like it's fun. It's fun to be. It's -hmm. fun to watch. You know, it's fun to just surround yourself with with its presence. Yes, Uh, it's engaging. You know, you need. You need it, everybody needs a little bit of pettiness mm-hmm. in their life. Now, some people take it too far. You. <laughs> I, would say, I would say I know the line. I would say I'm, I come, I approach the line, I can get real close to the line. Uh-huh. But I, you know, I know okay, when to step okay, back. Okay, 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 okay. I know one step back. All right. But some people take it a little bit too far. And in those moments, you got to sit there and say, yo, hmm. That might have been a little too much, right there, homie. Like you might, you might need to, you might need to take a step back. And you know, sometimes life deals them a raw card.
0: I'm, I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about.
1: Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm getting to. It. I know, I know. So I'm gonna change it up a little bit. And before I get to who the award is for, okay, I'm gonna tell you what the award is. Okay. So today I stand at the podium to present the Lucius Lion.
0: Jesus Christ, Eric.
1: Teddy of the Year award too. Who? Meek Mill. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I need more. Did I, I need. I need more. I need so more. So Meek Mill took it upon himself. He did.
0: He took. He took too much upon himself. <laughs> After recording an
1: excellent album, it was well. You know, for. Okay, I was gonna say okay. Uh, well, this is what I say. Meek's Meek's album is actually pretty good. Like it's it's pretty good. Like I wish I was if you, for what but I, if you
0: have to preface it with,
1: it's actually well no pretty I, good. I, I I will be honest. My expectations were not that. I was going to say that, that
0: says that says where that says a lot about where your expectations. My expectations are.
1: were not that high. But when I like Lord knows Rico. Now mind you, Rico specifically in question. You know, yeah, was, was made a lot better by Drake's verse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, okay, you know, all right. But yeah. anyway, well, my my point is there's some tracks there. Yeah, and he was you know he was being. Rightly Wait, celebrated but, for but, Senna. but but,
0: but, Eric, did you, tweet, did you tweet Meek
1: Mill's album? I didn't. Okay, so. And you know who else didn't? <laughs> <laughs> is Drake. Drake. And Meek took significant issue with that. Yeah. And in spite of his, all his blessings, <laughs> Man, like, Meek was out here winning.
0: He came out of prison, released a decent album, and has, like, a hot, super talented, super
1: rich, was awesome girlfriend. Was on tour. You know what I'm saying? Her. Like was 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 living, like doing it. Nobody was out here saying anything negative about Meek Mill.
0: Nobody was no, he wasn't in the he wasn't in the discourse.
1: No, he was. He was.
0: No, 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 no. I'm talking about like in any like bad way. Oh, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't in like, he wasn't like in
1: he wasn't in the mix. He was riding a wave of love and prosperity. Yeah. And took it upon himself to inject mm-hmm. some serious pettiness into his life. So because Drake did not tweet about his album, this man, in spite of everything wonderful that was happening to wonderful. him, took himself to Twitter and went on this tirade <sighs> saying that Drake doesn't write his raps. And, you know, like, I, like we're not here to debate. And, and the thing is, no one cares at this care. in this day and age to debate the legitimacy of that claim.
0: Mm-mm. Could be true. It could not be true. I don't. I personally do not care.
1: But the thing is, exactly, like, you know, it at this point it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Drake who is is who he is. Yeah. And people roundly celebrate him for that. Yeah. So it just didn't need to happen. No. It just didn't need no. to happen. You put your girl in a bad spot.
0: First <laughs> now, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Okay. Number one, I think it's a peppy that anybody hates, but specifically if you're a woman who kinda of has your shit together and you're dating somebody who's not all the way there yet and they try to start shit with your fucking friends your friend or
1: coworkers for no reason for no
0: reason that shit is embarrassing that shit is embarrassing like that's so fucking that's so fucking selfish and rude
1: yeah and and you know mind you I mean we all know what has happened next mm-hmm. Drake yeah came full fucking tilt
0: oh that shit was funny
1: like and I, honestly I'm shocked because you know Drake he's, he's dabbled in some you know in some some, some rap beef before mm-hmm. but he said no I'm gonna I'm gonna make an example out of you and dropped three, actually two, like two solid diss tracks, and one exceptional fucking takedown, mm-hmm. just exceptional fucking takedown of me. And now, literally, this man is getting it from every side. Oh my god! Like, and it's you know, I almost like I would almost feel bad for him Mm-mm. if he hadn't started the shit. he hadn't started it, just being petty. Petty, like Petty Pendergrass, Petty Labelle,
0: Petty Labelle,
1: like it does not Petty Wop, Petty Rubble,
0: <laughs> like Petty Wop, <laughs>
1: it makes no sense. Like it makes no sense. So homie, I don't know. I don't know. You know who knows where where life is gonna take him at this point. I don't know. I don't if, know it's if it's any gonna be coming too much back further, from that.
0: than... yeah. I was gonna say. I don't think life gonna take him too much. Too much further than the point he's at now.
1: But we will see. But the pettiness of the year award, the Lucius Lion, excuse me, Lucius Lion, pettiness of the year award mm-hmm. definitely, deservedly, mm-hmm. goes to Meek Mill. Of Homie, Philadelphia. Of Philadelphia. You got to know where to draw the line. You got to know. Sometimes you should just be quiet. <laughs> 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 like... Sometimes, sometimes. It's a lesson it's a lesson we all have to learn. Yeah. Sometimes you just chill.
0: You got you know what? It's the best advice you could take right now. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's that's you know, that's my award. I think that was a good that was a good that was deserved. Thank you. Um my my next award, it's 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 no secret that on the show, Eric and I love Popeyes and we love (laughs) fried chicken. Yes. Um, understatement of the year. Understatement of the year. It's one of the things that causes the show to continue to run. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that sometimes we have we have maybe exalted chicken at the expense of other foods. Mm, that's so fair. I, yeah. So I want to um, I wanna tell you guys a little story. I don't go to church. That's like, I don't think that's a secret. I think I've discussed it on the show before. I don't go to church. It has like, it's like 33%, you know, personal reasons, 33% sp- spiritual reasons Um, but then also 33% laziness reasons Yeah, um, because I am a somewhat lazy person with a a short attention span so sitting in a church for three hours on a Sunday in the middle of the day
1: yeah Hell, sometimes longer than that, depending on where you go.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's not, I'm uh, we're like some, north. I'm northern. Yeah, so, so you got to be
1: somewhere with an early service, like a midday service. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. I'm northern. I ain't never been, like, on an average Sunday, we, I never even, growing up, we never were at church, like, three hours or anything like that. That's not, oh, I know some people, they'd be there 6 seven. I've been seven. there
1: from nine to, like, to nine to, like, 435. How do before. you survive? It's, like, just hopped up on peppermints, homie like
0: peppermint church you got their old lady with their peppermints like she's
1: just like yo just take them as many as you need as many as you need
0: yeah no i wouldn't be able to do that but uh recently recently and also like i'll be honest as an adult since i have like left my parents house i have been in church three times Mm -hmm. i went oh shit maybe only twice okay so, I went once with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I Eight read. years ago. That was a ago. good yeah. West. We went to see Cornell. I know. how. What
1: happened, homie? You used to be the man. You
0: used to be the man. Now. Actually, maybe you should have given him the Lucius line. Real talk, yo. Dang, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He It's a hard. tie. It's it a is a tie. tie. It's a tie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we went to go see Cornell West, Vika Howard. We both showed up late, we watched him speak, and then after he was done speaking, we went to the cafe and we ate mm. French toast. So, I don't know if that fully counts as like. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I went. And then um, I went once, about three years ago. Um, a partner told me that I should go, so we went, and it was early, and I never went again. It was it was cool, but it's just like, it was what it was. But I had a friend recently um, who got me to go to church. He had been begging us to go. You know, our, we, have a, we have a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. His younger brother was visiting for the past month and they begged me to go to church with them. Um, but they added a little something in there that sweetened the deal. That something was fried fish. Mmm. Mmm. You know what I'm saying? We give so much love to chicken on this show. We give so much. Look at your face. We give so much love to Popeyes on this show. But I'll tell you what, I went to church. Okay, I met I met them on the corner at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right. On a Sunday. After I had been awake the night before. Met them on a corner on a Sunday to then take the bus another twenty minutes to go to church where the pastor talked. I thought I thought he, he was talking about somebody, some chapter something, verses one through ten. Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> listen Brittany, no. no. he was. I'm getting there. So um I don't wanna give away spoilers. I don't wanna give Bible spoilers. <laughs> um he had he's talking about verses one through ten and like i was looking at the powerpoint because a church is new now they got powerpoints and shit it's
1: It's, actually no i was at church recently and outside they had a powerpoint they had a um, uh when i went to dc for oh right 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 yeah yeah. no
0: so there's a powerpoint and so i was thinking like all right so i see the powerpoint he's about 25 minutes in the sermon i see that he's like on like i see up there on the screen verses one through three so i'm like oh he's on the third verse 25 minutes in about to be done in like seven minutes. I'm out. Nope. Out this bitch. Um, no, I forgot that he he still had to work through seven more verses. Mm-hmm. We were only 25 minutes in. I, that's when I realized that I was not long for this world. But, but, and that was the point actually that I started, like, I was taking good notes. That was the point where I started just like drawing hearts and like practicing <laughs> my signature over and over and over again. Um, he eventually did bring it on home, but it took a minute to steer the ship. It took a minute to steer the ship. But you know what kept me alive during those dark moments? During the sermon where I kinda of felt like I didn't know if I had, you know, this like the, the sustenance to make it through yeah. the rest of the service. Um, what held me, what kept me, as as we like to say. He'll hold your hand. Yep, he'll hold your hand. What kept me through those through those times was the promise of Bedsty Fish Fry.
1: Mm, won't he do it?
0: Won't he do it? Now, for those of you who live in Bedsty, if you haven't had this shit delivered to you, you're fucking up. bed fish fry delivers everything. That's all I gotta say about that. And they will they, and he delivered. <laughs> delivered delivered like dead ass like you want to fucking feel good get yourself some bedside fish fry and take a little take a little hop to bedside baptist if you can't get out the bed but i went there after i got that fish Let me talk to you about fish for a second. So chicken is interesting because chicken has these bones and it has this sinewy kind of meatiness to it. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's got the fat there. You've got the flour. Sometimes it's a buttermilk situation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got the lorries, your your paprika, sometimes some garlic powder. Mm -hmm. But fried fish is a totally (laughs) different motherfucking animal. Fried fish can come. I prefer mine with cornmeal. They do yeah. something that's like a slightly floured, mm. but still like 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 bordering on cornmeal okay. at Bedside Fish Fry. I got me some catfish. Yeah, I got me some catfish. Yeah, Eric, S- say what? one more time. I got me some catfish. Yes. catfish. I got see. I got the Holy Ghost. I started yeah. to sing. Yeah. it's so. You need an organ. I do need an organ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I still got after the church. I to running and, around like, the studio. Holy Ghost, chasing you. But that's how, that's honestly how I felt. So I had already gotten churched up and, and the service overall was great. Everybody was super nice. I really yep. thank my friend and, and, and his brother for encouraging me to go. I had a great time. It was long. Um, but getting that fish after, I tell you what, you bite into it. And it's like, it's amazing because fish, yeah. you it's so light on the it's inside. Crisp.
1: It's, it's crisp. It's crisp on the outside, soft on the inside. Oh, yes. It's like it just kinda melts in me. I mean you remember we used to have fish fries back in my house. Y'all old used to five. have
0: indoor fish fries in July with Ooh, no air conditioning.
1: And we show. had no AC. <laughs> and,
0: but the thing uh, is we
1: had a room full of black people I waiting know. patiently yes. on their plate. Yes. And that was a, those were those were good days. Those were good. We gotta days. bring it back. We talked about we talked we about, talked about a fish it. Fry. Who we got the f-
0: who has the fryer? I don't have the fryer. Jason has the fryer. Jason has the fryer. Jason, we comment mm.
1: for you. Mm. You know who you are. You know who you are. We haven't talked.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have a talk because I really need some of this fish because, like, literally, I hadn't had fish in months. Yeah. and I was just sitting there and I'm like, you know, chicken is great. Yeah, chicken is great, but fish will get you through. So I want to give my splatter screen award for fried <laughs> food to fried catfish. Thank yeah. you, thank you for keeping me all these years. Lord, good God Almighty! You know, how, so I know good. how
1: to make the meal. My mama gave me her recipe. Really? Yeah. I gotta get my I got mom's oh, so secret. It it's really nothing holding it back.
0: That's nice that your mom has recipes whenever I try to cook how my mom does, I have to follow her around the kitchen. And she what she'll do is she'll be like, Uh, you put an eighth teaspoon of this and I watch her put a tablespoon of it in there. Yeah. She just li- she lies. She makes stuff up. She's trying to throw <laughs> me off her trail.
1: Yeah, it's gonna die with her, unfortunately.
0: I really I what I do sometimes I take videos of her and then
1: I I got you. Yeah,
0: exactly. Got him. I'm gonna get her one of these years though. She gonna stop. She can't you can't run from me forever,
1: mom. <laughs> But Splatter Screen Award.
0: Splatter Screen Award. Fry Fish. All right. I wonder who's going to win a fry, fry Food Award next year. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Every, people, people get ready. It's a train right. coming.
1: I'm excited. So, mm-hmm. our next award. Let's see.
0: Eric's slipping through his thick Rolodex of awards he's giving out to everybody.
1: I went off of train. I was sitting there. You know, I don't like typing on my phone. I don't like doing it. I don't like... You don't like doing on your things phone? on my phone. I don't like typing on my so phone. I I'd like to just read from you. and listen to. No, I do that from my computer, but, but I like to read and uh, listen to podcasts on my phone. That's about it. So anyway, anyway, so this next award, mm-hmm. it's hard out here. It, it really is. It really is difficult out here in life to be a black person. We are presented with. Like challenges is just like it's not it's not even the right word. It's nowhere near the it. Yeah, it's nowhere near the right word for what we are presented with every single day. Yeah. And it's like for certain people in certain areas, it's even more like that's compounded. People like to say, you know, the North, there's not as much racism in the North. There's not as much, you know, uh burden in terms of, you know, being black. And I don't know I don't know that that's fair I think it's kind of you know there's different challenges everywhere yeah and they're all you know equal and valid but one thing that has you know been been prevalent recently in the in the media in our discussion in our discourse about you know Black Lives Matter and the our fight our quest to you know continuously gain justice Mm -hmm. has been symbols you know symbols symbols of kind of the, the importance of symbols has has kind of risen up again, which I think is 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 great. I think it's important that we discuss how, you know, the things that we might not that we might be internalizing on a day to day how those things affect us and make us feel. Specifically, I think about the Confederate flag. Mm. So the Confederate flag, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. You did. Not not very far at all from Ole Miss.
0: True. Very true.
1: And one of the things I have Continuously seen since I was, you know, since I was as long as I can remember, uh, since I was a child, uh, has been the Confederate flag, mm. and you know, it was interesting. I kind of you, you kind of growing up, you kind of take it as a given, mm-hmm. like like this is just you know, some like ridiculous ass shit that white people are gonna celebrate all the fucking time. Yeah, and there didn't seem to be a very like there, there didn't seem to be a path forward to to taking this out of. Our day to day life—it mm-hmm. was just something you kind of had to deal with. So you know, eventually you become desensitized to it, and you know, you—I wouldn't necessarily say you accept it, but you go on. That's just—that's just, that's just kind of what it was to continuously see this flag mm-hmm. in the South. It's difficult. Interesting enough, actually, uh, shout out to uh, Post Bougie podcast. They did—I they recently did an episode on uh, the Confederate flag. Oh yes, listen yes, to yes, it. Yes, it was yes. really good. Yeah. So check that out for a longer conversation, but.
0: Um, oh, listen to them in general,
1: too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and But one thing that we, you know, with the Confederate flag, is it's recently, like, it's recently gone out of vogue, which is something I, like, <laughs> that is, like, literally yeah. blown my fucking mind because yeah. I never thought I would see this day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and mind you, this is a small step in terms of all the shit that just needs to happen in general, but it's an important step. And one of the people who I feel like has done... A surprising but amazing job of inspiring black people rebelling against the system and taking down these symbols that affect us but we have had no real position or avenue to to remove them mm-hmm. has been Brie Newsome. Yes. She climbed that flagpole mm-hmm. in South Carolina and took that flag down. And you know, and the thing is it didn't matter. It didn't matter that it went back up right after. Yeah, the fact of the matter was, at that moment, it was too much, and she said to herself, "I'm not gonna stand for this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. so I'm about to ignore everybody and everything out here that is telling me not to do this, and I'm about to take this symbol down because it's fucking time. So today, today, on this day, on this day. I would like to present the "Fly Above the Haters" award
0: mm.
1: to Brie Newsome. I think that's that's a clap for her. It's yeah. not for me.
0: No, the, Eric. <laughs> everyone knows the clap is not for you.
1: But no, I, I'm 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 immensely grateful. I'm really excited to, you know, to have. Though that be one of those like watershed moments, mm-hmm. where you know we talk about like, do you remember when that when that like bold, yeah. like awesome ass black woman climbed the flagpole and just took the flag down? Well, aren't you like excited to like have have
0: peanut have somebody you know yeah. like a new person to look up to? I'm
1: I'm I'm super excited, and it her like like her story beyond that's also really interesting. You know, she's a yeah. filmmaker artist, yeah, yeah. And so I, I just think I just think is great you know what i'm saying like and it, it kind of happened for it was a little bit of a moment in time but i think it's definitely something that's going to last people are going to come back to it. we're going to look back at that moment as being you know a signal that like yo we're not fucking i mean there's a lot of symbols but we're not going away this is some shit that mm-hmm. i think is is going to definitely be sustained there's a sustained action happening in this country we don't and, die yeah we, we multiply, multiply. <laughs> and Thank you Bree Newsom for um, for continuing that charge. We Five the haters. This. Yeah. So that's my
0: word. Keep short sweet. Short sweet. Uh-oh. Um <laughs> so my word actually is similar vein but but like slightly different. We're in like you said we're in really interesting times. And specifically really interest. it's a really interesting time to be a black woman in America. And um, And I've had some like, you know, I think, you know, like like when Ashley was here, we talked about social media and we talked about how the Internet kind of allowed for more black female voices to be to be heard and be put out there. Um, So I would say, especially the past few years, I've had some really awesome, really, really awesome black women that I've been able to find because, you know, they have podcasts or they have, um, you know, they're really great Twitter personalities or they write or they tumble or they draw or whatever. Um or they take photos or they make YouTube videos or whatever. But there are some there are some young kids. There are some young kids in the game who have recently given me like not just not just like like hope for the future and like a breath of fresh air, but also I've been able to learn a lot from them from looking at them on the Twitters and the Tumblr's and the Instagrams. Um so I would like to give the A Child Shall Lead Them award <laughs> three way tie zendaya coleman mm, willow mm, smith I know, mm, I know i know old, where you're going with this. and Amanda Stenberg. yes well i also um she's a little younger and she's less woke but i want to sh- give an honorable mention to little cc just because <laughs> i love little cc well <laughs> cc's like 10 if you ain't never seen little i'm about to cry right now just think about how funny she is if you've never seen the little cc show you're actually legitimately missing out um but yeah no zendaya willow smith and um Amanda Listemberg, they're really talented, they're really cute, but they're just really, like, they have this self-possession to them mm-hmm. as little black girls that, like, makes me, ex- like, excited, yeah. you know, to have a kid in the future. Um, But also, like, makes me excited for, like, what, like, for where things are going and, like, what things could possibly be, like, you know, going forward. It's nice to see, like, cute, talented young women with a platform yeah. and, and who actually use it to, to like, to like not just be woke, but to also have fun and hang out with their friends, and like you know just and do the things that they enjoy, whether it's like acting on the Disney Channel or making weird little songs and playing at Afro Punk in Paris as one does, yeah, um, or like you know being in Hunger Games as one does, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but they're also they just they seem like really nice, cute young ladies, and and like and they're and they're fucking they they're around for a clapback. Yeah. They're around for a clap they're ready. back. They're Line ready. And wait. <laughs> yeah, like the like the force is strong with these kids. And so, you know, like yeah, I have um I'm, I'm recently now I'm feeling like, comfortable saying that I'm an adult black woman, 27 years, I'm damn near fucking 30. I could be somebody's mama legitimately. But um I'm still in a position where I can like learn from these kids and they're, you know, they're giving me a new life. So I, have you know, like I said, the child shall lead them mm-hmm. award. 3-way ties and Day Coleman, Willow Smith. Amanda I Stenberg.
1: I think that's I think that's easily deserved by each of them. Yeah. I'm actually that, that, that's a really good one. Quickly on Willow. Have you seen the interview with Willow, um her mom and her? And grandmother? grandma.
0: Yes. It's so good. Damn. You guys have to see it's a it's called like the Red Table series. I think, so, yeah. I think they only made one video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there's this really good I think it's like an outtake. of like Willow uh, they had recorded a conversation but then Willow like told her mom and grandma and like have you ever seen Jada Jada Pinkett Smith's Mm. mama
1: Lord good God almighty you know I support an old black woman
0: I know you do you're such a creep Mm. but yeah (laughs) yes if you're over 50 Eric Eric Eddings (laughs) is interested in you um but, yeah, no, yo, Jada's mom. And, like, obviously, Jada's gorgeous, and Willow's, you know, she's a beautiful young lady. But they, they're such a beautiful family, and, and, like, she just, she sat them down, and she, like, had something she wanted to tell her mother and grandmother, and it was so beautiful. And the way that they responded yeah. was so beautiful. It, like, uh, you know, again, it was definitely something where I was like, oh, I want to <laughs> have kids. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely, definitely check. It's, like, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah, we'll put in the show notes. Yeah, we'll, we'll put out in them. the show notes. So smart. Um, so yeah, that's me. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so in our squad. So, like, okay. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. So, as you know, I've recently had a kid. I
0: didn't know. I mean,
1: now you do. Mm-hmm. Now you do. I've recently had a kid, uh, and she's great. And the thing that's been surprisingly amazing about parenthood, or about me specifically being a parent, you know, and and Carla, too, that we've discussed, the thing that is amazing About me specifically being a parent is that I've realized I have an amazing group of friends, a very, very large group of friends who all have taken an extreme interest in the Mm well-being and future And success of my child, like not just success, like, oh, she's going to be somebody, but like, you know, that she's happy, you know, that she's taken care of, that she's, you know, provided for, Mm -hmm. that she's fulfilled. And this is, you know, from before she was even out the womb. Yeah. Uh, And that's a very comforting thing to know that you have not just a village, you know, not just the village that it requires, you know, to to raise a child, but a Mm -hmm. really, really like good village comprised of a lot of different and varied and all like um valuable personalities. Mm-hmm. A lot of aunties mm-hmm. and uncles. True true. Who I'm proud to include. You know, there's you who for all your shortcomings.
0: <laughs> look, only th- look, I'm going to tell you something right. The only thing short about me is my fucking legs. That's about it.
1: You are still a great person. I'll give you that. Thank you. And I'm excited to have you sometimes be around. Sometimes.
0: <laughs> That was generous, you guys. You don't
1: know. In addition, we have other folks in the squad, like you know, like Lolo, who Lolo. to 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 give an example to pinpoint how much of an uncle this brother is. Oh yeah. So Friday night, you know, last night, like on Snapchat, and I, I have like two friends on Snapchat, but uh, but I look at I look at Lolo Snap, and it's him doing a panorama of his office. Wow uh Maxwell Urban Hang Suite plays in the background. I, I saw it. I saw it. And I was like, who like you would think that this man is is like far north of 40. But no, no. Oh, one of the best
0: times I ever had with Lola, we were we were we made lamb chops in his backyard and we sat outside like next to the grill listening to fucking Donnie Hathaway sack full of dreams, like not speaking for like seven minutes.
1: So today, uh, you know, I lead up to this because having aunties and uncles is important, you know, and not just like, not just having like, you know, an auntie or an uncle, but like having those people in your life who just signal like, man, you are you, but you are awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited for you to be around. So I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give an auntie award today. Mm. I'm actually not gonna get an uncle award. I Maybe, maybe I get an uncle award on Twitter.
0: I go back on Twitter. Oh, oh okay you're gonna get on Twitter so you wouldn't tweet Meek Mill's album but you would tweet about (laughs) an uncle these are just findings
1: you know the truth is coming out today I know so my 2015 Auntie of the Year award goes to ready Taraji P. Henson also known as Cookie Lion so deserved Taraji let me tell you about Taraji one one, Howard Alum yes whoop 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 you know H.U. you know uh Amazing actress. I actually happened on well while I was on Patrain to Leave, I watched um, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. And I remember how much she was robbed. I never saw that movie. She is excellent in. It. She was nominated for an Oscar. I remember. Did not win. Really fucking deserved to. She was so good. I gotta see that movie. It's really That's good. That's one where he ages backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 weird, he he but me. it's <laughs> I mean it made sense he grew up with black people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But no. Uh but no, it's a really good movie. She was really excellent. Taraji is an is an excellent actress and is so much herself. She is one of those people who like it's sometimes difficult to know where like Cookie begins and Taraji ends because it is very much, you know, she is she is someone who is confident. You know she is willing to speak her opinion. She is out there. She is supportive of the people in her in her network and her family. You know she takes care of them, and that's what you need in an auntie. In addition to that. She also doesn't give two fucks about respectability. Hell no. She accepts you who you are, you know, and, and doesn't look at that as any less value. You just are you and she loves you and you need that in an auntie. You need somebody who's going to be in your corner ready to fucking ride for you because you, you their favorite cousin, their mm. favorite baby cousin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. need somebody there to take care of you in those moments. And I feel like she does an awesome job at that, playing this character. But also just in who she kind of, and what she exudes in her She's everyday life. She a lot
0: life. of auntie powers. You yeah. can feel the auntie force just it's some coming off of her.
1: Real good juju there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Very true. So I'm just thankful that she exists. I hope that she continues to win because she yes. is winning right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm real thankful for that. Me too. You know, th- Shouts out to Empire. You know, Empire, man. Oh, man. Hmm. For all your shortcomings I initially sold you short
0: You did
1: I did And I You know I really I have to take that back I have to take that back I apologize The
0: best show on television Presently right now If you think about it Mm. What else is on TV Mm.
1: Like TV I don't want to get into this debate Because it's a long one I'm going to be honest
0: I don't I don't
1: really watch television You know I do That's the thing And don't get it twisted Empire is easily I would say top five Top five Top five shows on television On television television period right now Empire Easily I do I not name bets. anything else that's
0: on TV because like I haven't again, I don't I don't I don't really be watching it.
1: That's fine. Yeah. But But Empire's excellent. Shouts out to them for providing, you know, this lane mm-hmm. for Taraji to go out there and kill it every single day. Thank you. So Auntie of the Year Award, two twenty fifteen Auntie of the Year Award goes to P. Henson, also known as Cooking Lion.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you. I got a message for you, Eric. Sure. Gave you a grace period, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that gives you a clue as to what this next award is about and who it's going to. Um, for those of you who have been living under a rock or just maybe not that familiar with current state of hip-hop music, there's this guy called Action Bronson. He is a white, red-headed Albanian guy who is from Queens. Um, and he also has a really good cooking show on YouTube. Uh, yes. that, yeah, it's like that's re- delicious. Lord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's he's really great, um, but he he's a talented rapper. Yeah. But he sounds a lot like a rap Like we mm. all would agree, I think, yeah. and have agreed for a long time.
1: Strong resemblance. Strong,
0: <laughs> strong. <laughs> strong resemblance to a rapper that. Um, has been in the mix for a really long time beloved beloved like i'll be honest like we're talking about Go- ghostface killer obviously um ghostface killer like daytona 500 mm, is the reason <laughs> no seriously i've had i had i can credit the beginning of a relationship to daytona 500 mm. and also for those of you if you want another you know i'm telling you this if you show up to your bae's house mm-hmm. With Beauty Jackson on Yo, mixtape, I was just I, I listen to <laughs> Beauty
1: Jackson like it just you just your soul just feels good, right?
0: If you put Beauty Jackson on mixtape for your bag and then you and like and give it to them when they come over or when you go over there to watch Netflix and chill, <laughs> you gonna glow up. Just like I'm just letting you know, you gonna fucking glow up. But right, so I I like Ghostface Killer actually a lot. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, and I and I like. Action Bronson, but I've never been able to get fully into him just because of how much he sounds like a rapper that's already existed for decades and is like prolific and super successful. So it turns out that Ghostface actually uh, also has noticed. Yeah. Yeah. He was aware. He was, (laughs) he's aware. I mean, he released this video that's amazing. So the video itself actually Mm -hmm. is not necessarily getting an award from me. But I was discussing the video, there's some details. Yeah. Um, I was discussing the video with a friend. And he noticed something amazing, which is that like the the, the combination, the it, combination. It's levels. To it's a levels video. to this video. But my favorite, it's levels. It's levels. The fact that it's happening in a hotel room, the fact that it's so grainy, mm-hmm. the fact that Teddy Teddy Pentagrass <laughs> is like in the
1: background. You which knew it, the perfect places to pop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is, like, I mean, you know what? I'm there's an essay. I feel like in, there's like a master's to like doctorate level essay on like the pauses and like the musical breaks in the ghost face killer video and like the black oral church tradition. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a there's an essay in there.
1: At least a think piece. At
0: least there's at least a think piece. The New Republic, <laughs> watch out. Here I come. Um but yeah there's there's definitely at least a think piece in there. But Ghost Face Killer um yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of layers to the video, but one of my favorites, and this is the one that's getting the "What's Beef" award, mm. is the the fat shame murder threat, fat shame sandwich <laughs> video, where he starts off saying, "I gave you, I gave you a grace period, you fat fuck." Like, okay, so he says he fat. Like a friend of mine pointed out, he's like, "It's great because he fat shames him." Then says that like he could go to any state in the United States, and like. It's a rap. It's a rap. Like find somebody to murder him, right? Just like on command. And then calls him fat again, like like that even stings. Yeah. Like well, if someone threatens to kill me and then is like, oh, you're really fat, like
1: and it's, it's, it's not gonna it doesn't sting as much. Yeah. And the thing about Action Bronson is like like a good like forty percent of his rhymes is about the fact that he's fat. <laughs> exactly. Like he's like he's he's aware he knows he he's, knows he's fat he's aware and like he is something that he like embraces he embraces that term like he's he's like whatever but the way he, ghostface did it ghostface thought he was just like he he had said it for the first time
0: he thought he's like you know what well, there's not enough conversation around right now around <laughs> about the fatness of action brownson so i'm going to bring this to the fore like ghostface was killing me with that so definitely the uh the what's beef award goes to ghostface killers Fat shame murder sandwich, Um, from his video that was you know obviously directed toward Action Bronson, the close runner up being Ghostface Killah's mismatched sweatsuit.
1: Yo, the sweatsuit was fly
0: though. I thought it was. I, well, no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you why. Because it was levels to that. First of all, actually no, I was confused because like he had a, it was a St. Louis jacket. Yeah, the Cardinals, St. So. Louis was Cardinals, Cardinals jacket. If I remember um, it. He is not from St. Louis. No. No, but I mean that don't I know. Matter. I know, because I see you got on a you got on a Cleveland hat today. Yeah. Um <laughs> he also had on what well, I thought was very interesting. I wonder if this was on purpose for mm-hmm. ladies. Gray sweatpants. <laughs> Did you notice that he had gray sweatpants? And then 'cause everybody knows what gray sweatpants mean. If you don't know what gray sweatpants mean, I was about mean, to say I don't know what grace sweatpants mean. You don't know what they mean. mean. What is gray Sweatpants? Oh my god. This is like I mean, the whole show is not safe for work, but I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> Uh, gray sweatpants is—that's what people like always get excited when they see Drake wearing gray sweatpants, because it means like you can see a dick print. Lord, I'm not saying that that's necessarily why Ghostface did it, but I just thought that was an interesting choice to have like this red Cardinals jacket and these gray sweatpants on. That he also kept grabbing like not really by his crotch, but by like his lower inner thigh. He's
1: reaching for his femur. <laughs>
0: He was reaching for his femur. And he just kept like... And then I really what I really, really liked is that, I don't know if it was a table or a bed, but he kind of was leaning halfway forward and had his hand up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of like had his hand up like he yeah. was about to tell you something.
1: He was cocked at it. Like, I don't even know what angle that would be. Like, I don't
0: know. It was like, it was definitely forward. Um, He looked like... I don't play football. I don't know why I thought I need to explain that. What I meant to say is I don't watch football, yeah. which we covered also. Um, But it looked like when you're in the position where you're supposed to like be setting the play mm-hmm. and you're bent over and you have one <laughs> hand on the ground and you don't like that point not, stance
1: that's what it's called three point stance. that's hilarious
0: yeah. i thought that that meant something completely different but yes he looked like he was in a three-point stance like but like leaned over like a ramada in like a desk <laughs> <laughs> and like was calling like it was great i just loved it because it was late illogical and petty yeah you yeah. know what i mean but like <laughs> That's what makes most arguments and most beef so great. Yeah. Is that like, there's that great combination of like, this is poorly timed, this is logical, and this is petty. That's when like all, that's when like any argument, like even outside of hip hop beef, that's when any argument I think reaches its full potential is when you just start getting completely fucking confused, <laughs> illogical, wrong. You know, when you have on your wrist mask sweatsuit and yeah. you think that like, you're like, this is, this is what I'm telegraphing to the world. I love that video personally, and I would watch it every single day of my life if I could. <laughs>
1: I would. That w I actually to, to go back real quick we didn't actually explain why the video exists. Like you said like he realized the fact that Action Bronson uh-huh. sounds like him. But what happened was Action Bronson went on ESPN, right? <laughs> yeah. And they addressed they were like, Yo, so you know you you know you sound like Ghostface, right? <laughs> and he was like ah everybody asked me about that like yeah I mean maybe I know like I know I sound somewhat like he kind of he kind of acknowledged which is more than what he usually does because he usually is like I'm so sick of hearing this question I'm not going to address it but the truth is he does everybody knows this This is a common fact yeah but after that they were like they said something to the fact that like but you're very different he was you're very different than Ghostface and he was like yeah Ghostface ain't rapping like this what has he done lately Not like nothing like this I'm like yo yo really don't know when people got so bold like i'm like yo you just like that's bolder than meek mill to be honest wu-tang
0: that's it like (laughs) Like, i'm gonna be honest you i guarantee i guarantee i guarantee you (laughs) as a white albanian man from queens you would not be rapping yeah you would not be rapping (laughs) were it not for the existence of wu-tang clan let alone fucking ghostface you would you
1: would not be a rapper like you would I, not
0: be a rapper. I was blown. You'd be a line cook <laughs> in Queens. You'd be a line cook in Astoria.
1: And it's like, cause he's really talented, and I like Action Bronson. You know, like
0: yeah, he's cute. I think his music is cute. I like it.
1: But in this, in this, in this one, you lose. You lose. You lose. You me. lose.
0: So yeah, that was a lot. That was my last award. What's beef? Oh. That All was right. my last award. I'll
1: try to make this one good. Then, so we, we're black true we are black and we are unabashedly black you know we enjoy our blackness we like to sit roll around in it
0: unabashedly and (laughs) ashedly
1: it's me especially with my eczema (laughs) but (laughs) true but you know and it's something like that i'm 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 happy for i'm happy to and part of the reason why we we you know, um, sorry, the show, which we talked about earlier, we're to talk about, to talk about blackness and talk about all the different ways that it connects, like the connective tissue between blackness and, and pop culture Mm -hmm. and the rest of the world. And I think that's an exciting thing to uh, dive into as often as we can, Yeah. you know, um, because it's so deep, it's so thick. And, you know, we try often to kind of celebrate, you know, things, that have happened before. We, you know, a lot of a lot of like nerdiness is caught up in nostalgia, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you go back, you reach to something, you're like, damn, remember Martin, remember, you know, remember Boomerang, Boomerang. which is something we talked yeah. about on the show. You know, we like we go back a lot to remember these like these really great moments in blackness and to talk about like their significance and things like mm-hmm. that. And that's important because right now, as I mentioned, it's a fucking struggle out here. Yo. Like before I came in to record this show, you know I'm looking like I'm looking through Twitter and I'm seeing the fact that the uh Sam Dubose is that mm-hmm. the Sam Dubose video apparently that they put out originally was edited and they put, now put out an unedited version, and you know people are reacting to that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I started to watch it, and I was like, you no, know I never I I can't do this to myself, you know, like I just can't keep doing this to myself. Mm-hmm. I know what happens, I know it's fucked up um but I got to protect myself a little bit because we're coming in here to have... Today, we're coming in to have a good time. Yeah, we're having a good time. So I didn't watch a video, thankfully. And, you know, I'm able to access a bit of happiness. And Mm -hmm. there's someone who I want to celebrate today who does an excellent job of continuously reaching back to these, like, excellent moments, these excellent, like, pieces of culture, these events that happen... Uh, in black culture, and really diving deep, deep into all the different things that make us appreciate them and the ways in which they're significant, and mm-hmm. that is just something. Something I, I continuously appreciate. Every time I stumble upon one of these articles, um, I'm always like, "Oh shit! I wouldn't have thought. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I wasn't thinking about this, but I need to take 15 minutes and scroll through mm-hmm. this because it's a, you know it's a long form article." It just makes me really excited to come back to it every single time. So today today. I'm going to give mm-hmm. the McDonald's three sixty five black <laughs> 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 award to Rember Brown of Grantland, you know?
0: Yeah, we were both clapping.
1: Like, the other like this is about I don't know, it was Luther's I was gonna say
0: the Luther piece. It was, Luther's, it was about Two, was weeks, birthday? two three weeks ago. Uh it was his the day that he died.
1: But yeah, so like it was the day Luther died, mm-hmm. and Rembert posted this like GIF breakdown, yes, of Luther performing "A House Is Not a Home." Yes, yo, doom, 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 doom. like
0: <laughs> it was so good. It was so, like that. First of all, we started a Luther conversation on Facebook on Facebook, which is like. <laughs> when exactly. well cause you sent it to me on you sent it to me on, on chat and then I put po- I share it on Facebook which is like not even necessarily a thing that I do yeah. a lot and then you responded to me on Facebook and we started a whole conversation cause everybody loves Luther and
1: folks are jumping in and like I mean and the thing is like Luther is somebody who like he's he's just as important I would say as a Michael Jackson I would agree oh I would and, absolutely agree but doesn't get as much celebration no. as Michael does but That particular performance and the way he broke it down, I thought was excellent because it celebrated his not only just his talent, but his expertise Mm -hmm. and the fact that this shit is never going to happen again. And connected that with how that makes you feel as a black person Mm -hmm. watching it. it is 365. He really got like he got every single like beat. Love One of the store.
0: things that I um the f- I first started like I was familiar with his like blog or whatever what is it five hundred days asunder or whatever yeah but I and it's, I didn't really have any concept who he was I don't like watch sports so like I didn't know you know what I'm saying yeah. so like I wasn't like on Grantland like let me read about games you know what I'm saying <laughs> but I um I saw his name and I like re- I I saw like maybe it was like a year and a half ago he did a really It was, like, an article about, like, um, Gabrielle Union's career trajectory and Mm -hmm. how she's, like, never quite had the leading woman moment that she was able to get. Like, I think it was right before Being Mary Jane came out. Um, What I appreciated is that it was, like, the first time that I'd read a black woman writing – I mean, read a black man writing about a black woman um, who wasn't – yeah, I'm sorry, just writing about a famous black woman, period, period. with a level of respect for the work that she did mm. it was just nice to not like read something as so like read a semi frivolous article yeah like like with a that had like a tone of seriousness to it yeah um, and like respect for the actual subject you know who was a black woman that's that's like it's becoming more common yeah but like I think you would agree for a long time especially in internet writing that was a rarity Um and I think also he did a really good write up at the end of when the Be- when Beyonce's new album came out like mm-hmm. at the end of 2013, yeah, he wrote, like, a bunch of, like, I think he did, like, a, you know, get, like, a bunch of reactions to, like, the different, like, parts of the album and stuff like that, and it was, and again, that's kind of changing, because people are being put on notice as far as, like, their misogynoir, as they say on the (laughs) internet, but like a lot of people wrote about Beyonce with like a serious level of like hate and shittiness and misogyny and it was just really fucking annoying so it was cool to see a black man writing about he consistently writes about things that he's excited about and consistently writes about like the ways in which black women contribute to pop culture with like a level of seriousness and like and respect that I really really it's like it's refreshing and it's something that I admire and um, and his writing is really fun yeah his podcast is fun
1: yeah no I agree it's I mean it's excellent the the, um I always think back to the the uh, Donald Glover uh, oh yeah like, article it was really good too because Donald Glover is somebody that like I feel like it's interesting how like Donald Glover is a very divisive person yeah I feel like he
0: divides me honestly
1: it's it's interesting like I like I've come back at first I was like I don't understand where this is going uh-huh. but I kind of get it now and I but their conversation was very it was very honest and they talked about a lot of like. He he approached it in a way that addressed a lot of the people's like issues with his work mm-hmm. in a way that was extremely respectful, but that still had the conversation, which I thought was really yeah, which was really good. And that's that's a consistent theme. Like he has it, like he has a way of a uh, like you said, having some respect yeah. for the person who he's profiling while still you know diving into the different. Uh, the different nuances of whatever their particular conversation might might merit Yeah. Um, so yeah I, yeah, I think Remember's awesome also recently Homie um, broke down Thug Motivation 101 no I didn't read it yeah that. it's really good oh, it's really good and you know Jeezy mm-hmm.
0: well yeah yeah
1: Jeezy yeah <laughs>
0: I mean yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so Remember Brown yeah keep doing what you're doing keep brother keep doing you 365 black award remember brown thank you we
0: appreciate you also we had mcdonald's before we recorded it R- really <laughs> like literally we did yeah it was delicious
1: it was great yeah sausage McRiddle with eggs shout out all right so we often um talk about how important it is to be out here and woke you know mm-hmm. it's important to be woke you know it's important to really understand that like what's happening in the world your place in it and you know be empowered with the knowledge of what you can do about it now what you can do about it is you know is interesting because you can do a lot of things there are a lot of different ways to support we've mm-hmm. talked about that so i don't want people to think like you know you need to be out here in the streets yeah but um but being woke is something that is important and if and we use that term a lot we actually never define it for our people who like
0: really if you've never used the internet before.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. at this point. I mean, if you
0: listen to the show, you, you should know. But I yeah, think context. explain it. Yeah, context.
1: But wokeness, you know, it comes from, at least, at least this is my understanding of where it comes from, from school days at the end, uh, at the end where Lawrence Fishburne goes out. He's ringing the bell mm-hmm. on campus. He's like, wake, wake up, up. Yeah. wake up. You know, because he felt like everybody on campus was so caught up in like bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, they need to really address like what was actually happening in the yeah. world. So wake up, Um, stay woke, if you Mm -hmm, will. mm -hmm. And it's something that that we try to keep with us all the time and, you know, try to use it as a litmus test for how we approach even the things that, you know, some might consider, as you said, like before, like frivolous or, Mm -hmm. you know, or less respectable than other things, you know, Um, whatever. Whatever. So. So, yeah. So today we want to give a woke Excellence Award. Woke Excellence. So the twenty fifteen Woke Excellence Award is actually a three way tie. uh Oh, it's going go go to go out second three way tie of the show. Yeah, Deep. it's going to go out to D. Ray, mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, and the Say Her Name movement. Yes, all three extremely, extreme. Well, pe- a mix of people and and things. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, to start with. I think Black Lives Matter. I think that's the best place to start. Black Lives Matter has engineered a consistency that I don't think the world <laughs> yeah was ready for. Hell no. And like I'm happy that there is this like constantly evolving group that people can tap into to support, advocate and fight like fight fight beyond advocate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For justice and the importance of, and the importance and value of our bodies and lives. And the fact that because it's kind of free-flowing, there is no real destroying it. There is no, there is no, Mm. you know, like, shut down button of the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not going away. Well,
0: it's great, and it sounds like so, it sounds cliche, but, like, it it lives inside of you. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've managed to create something that, like... Can live inside of the average person. Yeah, um, that still also holds a larger significance, um, and that's so fucking beyond huge. That, that that, and like you said, it's what makes it like impossible to kill, which is wonderful.
1: So, Black Lives Matter. Definitely get a woke excellence award, mm-hmm. and then you know almost what I feel like is one of one of the many. I don't don't want it to seem like the only champions of the Black Lives Matter movement. Is D. Ray? Yes, like D. Ray has done an amazing job of being being also being consistent. You know, being extremely dedicated yes. to the charge. Yes, and just really documenting. You know, and he obviously gives his opinion on what he thinks should mm-hmm. happen. But I I appreciate more so how he tries to capture the spectrum of what's happening everywhere yeah. in relation to this. It
0: feels like D-Ray is everywhere. Like the fact that he he's always on the road, yeah. he's always traveling. He's always broadcasting his thoughts and broadcasting what he sees. He's like a very classic citizen journalist. Yeah. And then also um he I, one of my favorite things that he does is he shows the uh the front pages Page, yeah. of different newspapers from around the country because something happens. Everywhere. every day yeah. Um, but yeah and, and the way that they're covering different things in different places I I also love that he's a, like he was like a teacher
1: yeah like he's a
0: regular he was a regular dude
1: he got called like, yeah straight up like
0: that's legitimate like he got called straight up and he's been able to reach so many people yeah as a result and I admire that endlessly
1: and so Woke Excellence Award goes to D. 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 McKesson yes and lastly Say Her Name that, you know, hashtag also someone say movement. Nice someone say movement. Mm-hmm. But it's frustrating that within Black Lives Matter, you know, sometimes it feels like the names and the the women specifically mm-hmm. who also experience the same and in some situations a higher degree of violence mm-hmm. um from the state and you know from within our culture and community mm-hmm. are overlooked. Yeah. And that those that the conversations around them that would speak to their issues and supporting them sometimes take a back seat rather um, to conversations about how we can save and support um, black men. And it shouldn't have to be an either or thing. Mm -hmm. It Um, shouldn't have to be. They are not mutually exclusive. Mm -mm. But it often kind of feels that way. And sometimes I think we can be distracted by arguing the importance of one over the other. Absolutely. So... Say her name is is important and necessary because while it doesn't look to take away from this other conversation, it's saying that, yo, you can't overlook this. And the importance here is something that we need to address. We need to speak to these women's lives. We need to say their names. We need to carry their memory because this is happening to us as well. And I think that's something that is ridiculously valuable. As a man, it can be difficult it can be it can be easy rather mm-hmm. to get caught up in the things that that address my own situation. Yeah. And it's helpful to see this to really you know to decenter yourself mm-hmm. and to be able to tap into like really how difficult it is for us all.
0: Yeah. And I I um I echo that and I also like say her name is exemplary of even um we talk about D Ray or or Black Lives Matter um that One of the things that makes me so, like, I wish that that these things didn't have to exist. I wish that D. Ray was teaching. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish that we didn't need Black Lives Matter. I wish we didn't need Say Her Name. But the fact that these things do exist and that for the first time I kind of feel like we're moving, like, we're, we're swiftly moving toward greater an emphasis on greater inclusiveness within our like movement spaces like the shit ain't perfect yeah but uh, there's an emphasis on on uh, being inclusive and i really 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 i'm happy about that because um people like you're getting killed and you still in 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 it's you still feel invisible even after that that's a tough yeah that's a tough thing like i think like i was i lived in i lived in the detroit area when i iana jones was killed and um and and it's just like I mean, I mean, to have the police bust up in someone's house, bust up in her grandmother's house, and kill a little seven year old girl, and people around the country don't care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, that like it didn't. And not only did they not care, it didn't even necessarily register to me that there's anything wrong with that. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that we're like moving, we're moving into a different space and in a different direction. Especially when you look at say her name and you look at um, Black Lives Matter. Where we have more, we have greater female leadership. Yeah. Um, shocker <laughs> that changed the conversation, <laughs> but uh, yes, yes, we are very, very happy and honored to give our, you know, our uh, for Color Nerds Award to these three uh, groups of people, people slash groups of people slash movements.
1: Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. So last thing, real quick, uh, real quick.
0: I know. I'm looking at you, and I'm like, I gonna... want in on okay, happy
1: note. I want in on happy note. Okay, okay, okay. Not that that was sad, but no. Um. So. Lastly, but not least, mm-hmm. we want to give the top three moments in blackness. Number three, "To Pimple Butterfly."
0: It's the blackest album I've heard in a really long time. Amazing. Well, it was really good. It was issues. amazing. I will give you that. Yeah, has no, no, no. But the album itself it was a great, is really, a great really, piece, a really great piece of music.
1: So, "To Pimple Butterfly." Uh
0: huh.
1: Top three moments in blackness. Number three. Number two. Number two. Number two. Cicely Tyson, greasing. Viola Davis's hair excuse me her scalp yeah I was gonna say Gotta I was like specific. oh okay I was like wow Eric <laughs> new black <laughs> yeah I was like <laughs> new black over here uh greasing her scalp on how to get away with murder uh-huh. changed me
0: uh, see that's my number one moment I, I can't think of anything blacker than Cicely Tyson greasing Viola Davis's scalp on a Shonda Rhimes show on mm-hmm.
1: ABC primetime television what's blacker than that I, I was amazed but there's one more thing that's mm-hmm. number two Shouts out to Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, shouts out to Viola Davis. Shouts out to Shonda.
0: Yeah, shouts out to Shonda. Killian. If you guys want to ever come hang out with us, we're open.
1: Yeah, we're down. Number one of the top three moments in blackness. <laughs> we only went from three <laughs> to one and somehow you got lost. But yes, number one. Of 2015 is President Obama mm. singing Amazing Grace mm. and also giving one of the best damn servants of 2015. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, oh man. Man. And a quick note on that. Very quick. Um, it can be difficult to see, you know, to be happy in seeing that. That was one of the things that, it, it, you know, it made me feel like, it made me feel jovial, gave me some joy, gave me some respite from all the stuff that's happening mm-hmm. here, you know, from the shootings in Charleston. Um, and that's difficult to happen in the context of a funeral, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important for me to access what funerals meant um to my black family and the, the the black people I knew at the time. Um, so funerals, you know, were a place where you really wanted to celebrate. And there was an emphasis on the celebration aspect, celebrate people's lives mm-hmm. and celebrate what they meant and think about the happy times and try to access um, some degree of hope mm-hmm. um, and a way for the people who are still here to, to deal, to find some catharsis, to use that word again, um, and to be able to go on. So it was amazing for President Obama to go up there to give such a like such an honest, um, like surprisingly honest for him, mm-hmm. um, account of what's happening in our country and then to top it off with one of the blackest things you can do in a church yeah. is just sing amazing grace. Not only like
0: that's just not even just start just starting to sing in the middle of a
1: sermon, yeah, is the blackest thing. They had the organ it's drop.
0: Yeah. They had the organ drop. That's crazy. <laughs> That's like, that's cosmic right there. Yeah.
1: So, man.
0: Well, so I think about, um, what is that? That was not too long after Rachel Dolezal. That was a shitty fucking time. Damn. I mean, now ain't too much better. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If at all. But uh, that was right right after Rachel Dolezal. And I think I mentioned before, Adam Sober talked about this, like, this like lofty inclusive like large tent of blackness Mm -hmm. and how he is a biracial person always felt welcomed by us and how Rachel kind of took advantage of that Um, I thought of like sort of when I saw Obama do that I thought of like the flip side of that where you have this like you you know America's first black president who is um, you know the son of like you know a Kenyan man and a white woman from you know the middle of nowhere essentially like what is that called? Midwest I don't was she really from the was she from the plain states we look down upon the plain states from the midwest <laughs> to be perfectly honest um but just you know from smack dab in the middle of our country um who had this you know little boy Barack Hussein Obama who became you know the first black president of the United States and he's somebody who's technically not he's not technically African American mm. do you know what I mean in the same way that you and I are yeah. um but because american blackness is so vast and so and so like there's a million different ways to be black right like, right now i'm reading um There was it—the Rebecca Walker anthology. um, Not really anthology; she put together it's like a like a collection of essays about Black cool. Shout Mm out Ashley um, for sending that my way. But you know, they talk about how there's 40 million Black people in the United States. There's 40 million different ways to be Black, and I found it to be so nice in that moment. Like where we had just were in the middle of all this crazy Rachel shit. But to have this black man who... Um, and, and race, even the way that we think about race is changing in the United States. But somebody of his generation would have to choose to be African American. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to see him identify with us while not shirking the fact that he's Kenyan Um, and then to to uh, to deliver this eulogy in this like you say in this way that like that's so important for us Mm -hmm. and this way that like a homegoing service we don't even necessarily call it a funeral we call it a homegoing service exactly Um, like to see him sort of participate in that tradition and then start singing amazing grace was just like like that's so fucking dope. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's like there's there's so many different like and this is just one person in one moment where you can kind of like, you know, if you use it as a snapshot, you can see all these different ways that his blackness is comprised. Mm-hmm. But that's like that's for every single one of us. Yeah. So I would actually agree with you. I think that actually is the number one moment in blackness for the entire year.
1: And with that with that. We can finally.
0: We can finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs>
1: close this episode yeah we can thank you so much thank you for one year even though you probably didn't know us for a significant amount nope, of months of probably, this year
0: No, nope. you're, <laughs> you're probably like i've only been listening to this for six months yeah or for or like you know Less. 90 <laughs> minutes yeah um thanks for joining us and for and for rocking with us because yeah. like we just started this as like a reason we used to drink on the early episode yeah <laughs> we started Ooh. this as a way to drink in the afternoon on a saturday so yeah.
1: So it's exciting. We're, we're excited. We have a lot of great, great things planned. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep it going. Yeah. And let us know what you think. Let us know what you would like to see. Yeah. And um, we hope to keep keep killing this shit.
0: Oh, you're giving us a high compl- hey. high praise.
1: You know. Hey, if I okay. do say so myself. Oh, Eric
0: just danced. All right. It's time for us to go. Uh, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you guys soon.
1: Yep. Bye. Bye.